Good afternoon. I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. We're speaking today with Nirav Merchant, Director of the Biocomputing Facility and Co-Principal Investigator of the Cyverse Project at the University of Arizona. Thanks for joining us, Nirav. Thank you for having me, Leslie. I'd like to start with your roots. When I knew you as a student long ago, how did a systems and industrial engineer become a leader in facilitating huge biological and biomedical science projects? That's a great question, Leslie. I was fortunate to have um, advisors and mentors, and one of the mentors happens to be you, that in 1992 opened their lab doors for me and uh, welcomed an engineer to solve problems in neuroscience. And the interdisciplinary nature of our institute allowed me as an SIE student to take coursework in computer science and management information systems and even independent studies in neuroscience with you. And that just opened up so many doors for me that I never looked back on technology. Biology is where I wanted to be. And I think it's so important that you're able to bridge the, the engineering and biology in ways that are so effective that you've ended up being a leader in one of the largest projects the University of Arizona has ever gotten funding for, iPlant. Could you tell us about what iPlant was all about? The National Science Foundation in early 2008 realized that a lot of the investments that they had made in data acquisition was not giving the full value and the full potential. The analytics was lagging behind. And so they made an effort to put together a cyber infrastructure uh, which at some level is a highly organized computational infrastructure along with people, systems, uh, to solve these problems and make the systems more productive for the end users. iPlant was born uh, because of NSF's vision wanting to have highly productive computational infrastructure for plant scientists. What were the big challenges that you had to tackle when you put together this platform for really broad collaboration? As we looked at it, we realized that there were very fundamental issues of working with large-scale data that were not solved. They were solved in very minor bits and pieces and were missing the usability that a life scientist or a plant scientist required. And when you're working with someone, let's say in Australia, and if you're shipping back hard drives back and forth, uh, and FedEx and UPS is part of your data management, that's something fundamentally wrong because NSF, on the other hand, has invested millions of dollars in extremely fast networks that come to our universities. So our job was to bridge that gap and make it productive for our researchers. So now our researchers handle huge volumes of data without having to even work with a human being that understands what is the underlying platform. And the project's name now is Cyber Universe or Cyverse because you realize that the needs of plant scientists are not so different from the needs of any branch of science? We are truly open. Anybody can get an account and start working and collaborating. Uh, we had users from disciplines that we never thought uh, would show up in our infrastructure from oceanographers to astronomers. They show up, they ask for more resources. If we have them, we make them available on they go. And so when we realized that there were more and more communities that had no relationship to plant sciences, uh, we had to reflect that in our name and make it more welcoming for other communities. And so that's why we changed our name to Cyber Universe or Cybers. So in many ways, Cybers 
causes people to ask new, bigger questions so that a different kind of science can be accomplished. Our goal is to have our users break from the shackles of what may be their limits of their laptop or their computational resource at their home institution. The idea is if you have a question, the resources should be made available to you, and they are available. Our job is to help you connect with them and be effective in utilizing them. I think you've called that compressing the technology gap. So there is a lot of interesting work that the National Science Foundation funds and even other agencies like DARPA that are amazing innovations in information technology and computer science, but they take a long time to become something that's accessible to a plant scientist or a life scientist or any scientist outside that discipline. Our job is to be the proving ground where some of these projects, uh, when they develop something new, we can bring it to our users pretty much right away because the underlying infrastructure is ready for their innovation and our users have the data and the capability to harness that. Thank you very much, Neera. Listen to this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.